You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And hello, people of the New Japan Pro Wrestling fandom. My name's your good friend, Curtis Spears, and I'm back with night four of G-Wondering for the G1 Climax 33. Man, this one was awesome. Let me tell you, we're going to have a good time breaking this down. So let's go ahead and get straight into it here on the King of Shorts, the International Wrestling Grand Prix, the Okada Shorts podcast. So the first thing we have, Toriano versus Zack Sabre Jr. And... This match is always fun. It's going to be a good time no matter what. Like, there's just so much that you can do with these two. And I think that this might have been the best Toriano match in years. It's five minutes and 37 seconds. It's a little bit longer than I like, but that's okay because most of the time it was just Zack being awesome. It ends with a roll-up. Zack Sabre Jr. fooling Toriano. This was absolutely fucking silly. Uh, So we have Ichiban's sweet boy, Kosei Fujita, comes out. Once again, dressed as Zack Sabre Jr. This time, he's got the world television title around his waist. And let me tell you, Fujita looks great with gold around his waist. Can't can't wait to see more of that. So Yano gets Yudo Nakashima and puts Yudo Nakashima in his uh, shirt. And I thought for a second we were going to have a proxy battle between Fujita and uh, Yudo, which would have been pretty cool. I would have liked to see that. But Zack comes out. And chokes Yano from behind, gets him all flustered. Yano out on the ramp. <laughs> Zach gets number one, Ichiban Sweet Boy, number one Sweet Boy, Kosei Fujita, to go ahead and tape up all of the corner pads so that they can't be removed. And then goes back to finish off more, uh, finish off Toriano for good. Zach gets his, uh, gets his feet taped together and has to do a bunny hop like sack race uh back to the back to the ring which he barely makes it in time the ref's count went from a steady to let's say a little slow it was yeah anyway silliness abounds zach actually gets his feet gets a pair of scissors from fujita cuts his feet apart and fools Yano into thinking that his feet are still bound together while Yano is fumbling to try and get a corner pad removed. So Yano goes in for the kill, and Zack has fooled him, uh, gets a, a quick couple of submission moves on, and then rolls him up for the 1-2-3. It was probably the best Yano match I've seen in a year, probably. Great times. Great times. Shorts for that one. Uh, next match, we have Mikey Nichols. Mad Mikey Nichols versus... David Finley. Finley wins nine minutes and 52 seconds with Into Oblivion. 
if you know, as a faction leader, Finley sure is going on mighty early on these shows. I think he's had the first or second match each night that we've covered. I don't know what that says. I, I, I'm sure he's got some main events and semi-mains coming up here shortly. That match that he's got with Evil next might be a, a main event or a semi-main. I hope so, because uh, the the company needs to present him as more of a badass. I don't know how they're going to do it. They've already been presenting him as kind of a badass, and I don't know. Maybe the fans are starting to learn that. <laughs> Finley comes out and he tries to intimidate Oleg Bolton, and it's just like, that ain't the move, bro. Maybe he sees something in Oleg. Maybe he's like, that guy is going to be a fucking killer. Maybe I should get him into the War Dogs. I mean, Fujita is already TMDK. Maybe we get Bolton in the in the War Dogs. That'd be fucking sweet. Mikey's control periods get pretty good fan reaction, while Davies are deathly silent. Uh, I think maybe Davies still earning the Japanese audience's respect as a heel, like he is the Western audience. It's a good match, though. Uh, shorts, um, yeah, pretty good. Okay, next up, Cobb and Coglin. Uh, this one was one I had circled. Uh, if you listen to our G1 breakdown, this was one that I said I was really looking forward to. I wanted to see some shit. Like, Coglin coming out like Bruiser Brody is pretty fucking rad. He's swinging his belt around his head, screaming, breaking the, you know, the stuff at ringside, throwing the stairs, that sort of shit. The new War Dogs shirt, fucking sick as fuck. Can't wait to get one of those. I think there's a Tokon Shop sale going for anyone in A Block, including Gabe Kidd, right now. So I might actually just go ahead and order the uh, Bullet Club War Dogs shirt. Coglin's a fucking robot. Cobb doesn't so much win as fucking survive. Uh, it seemed like this was a major coming out party for Coglin. Fans are going to start taking him really seriously. He's not just the dude who makes funny faces. He's a fucking boss. You know, uh, Cobb is not a small man, obviously, and he's picking up and, and just throwing him with ridiculous ease. Dude's not human. He's some sort of mutant. Uh, and, and, I fucking love him. You know, I, I, I like to say he's a robot. He's a, you know, he came out, he was the android or whatever. He is. He fucking is. He, he's, he's definitely at least fucking 60% T800. Cobb wins nine minutes and 15 seconds with a tour of the islands, but this was the Alex Coglin show and it did not disappoint. Evil versus Eddie Kingston. I'm going to go into this one a little bit. Fans are feeling Eddie so much and, and it's, him playing against their ultimate like shitbag heel evil, it's pretty great. If Japanese wrestling is representing struggle through sport, Eddie is the epitome of that. You feel the struggle in his performance, in his moves, in his promos, in his backstory. How is Eddie Kingston not a fucking world champion somewhere? Who's the world champion in AEW and why isn't it Eddie Kingston? Who is it? Is it? Who is the world champion? Oh, it's MJF. Let's have Eddie Kingston versus MJF and fucking have Eddie Kingston go over and win the belt. I mean, whew, that would be probably a really good story match, uh, if not a very good um, technical match. It may not be your 30-minute five-star main event or anything like that, but I bet you the story would be fucking fantastic. Let's have Eddie Kingston become world champion. Fuck it. You know what? Eddie Kingston versus Sonata, let's fucking go. Eddie Kingston for fucking IWGP world champ. I don't give a shit. I'm mad. Evil won. 
And I guess that means he's really good at his job, but that pissed me off. The fucking, you know, I thought Eddie Kingston was going to show up. He wasn't, he's, he's, he's used to fucking fighting, you know, two dudes at once. He's used to this fucking schmoz American pro wrestling shitbag nonsense. I thought maybe he'd be the one person that could overcome it. You know, it's, it was, it was all, all schmoz. The, the match itself was pretty good when they were finally, uh, wrestling and mostly that was for watching Eddie overcome. But, um, yeah, in the end, evil, good at his job. Ugh, fuck Eddie Kingston rules. Um, also he had a fucking Eddie Kingston shirt with, in the death note font with the sideways T that was the shit. I might have to buy one of those too. They, they got me. I'm hooked right now. Let's go. Uh, Tana, Tanahashi versus Shane Haste. Uh, Shane Haste is phenomenal. Uh, I've been a TMDK fan for a while. Rafe's been a fan even longer, but this guy is just, he, he's got it, man. He's, he's got the body. He's got the silly charisma. He's, you know, he's got the agility. He's got the striking, uh, abilities. Like he's just someone you could really bend a division towards. Like, yeah, he's, he's been a, He's been a tag team guy, but like you could really like throw him into a solo, uh, solo title run or solo title picture. And I wouldn't bat an eye. And anyone who is, isn't watching his fucking matches. Yeah. Shane Haste is fucking awesome. Tanahashi's doing an amazing job at adjusting his, uh, adjusting to a less running style in his matches and still throwing out absolutely killer matches. Um, and that's why he's the ace, I guess. Uh, he hits Ace with the high fly flow, looks directly into the camera as if to say, told you, like, I can do it. 12 minutes and four seconds, high fly flow, looks directly into your soul and awaits your apologies for doubting his ability. <sighs> we who have been watching No Knees Tanahashi for a while know that he always delivers in these big situations. We don't know for how long, but we know... Not to doubt him. All right. Next up. And for some reason, this was not a main event or a semi-main, but really it fucking was. 19 minutes and 38 seconds. Hinare beats Shingo Takagi with the Streets of Rage. Two dudes who are hell about drawing power from their heritage and also throwing fucking bombs. This one was a banger. I didn't even make notes during this match. I was just enraptured. What a win for Hinare. It's a match of the tournament contender for sure. Um, Hinare versus Kingston is next. It's going to be sick. C-Block is the fucking business. C-Block is the shit. Uh, I know A-Block was the young kids block, and we're all excited about the A-Block. Uh, I know that like the B-Block has some great storytellers in it, like Okada and stuff like the D-Block's got... Naito and, and things like that. But man, this C block is just full of fucking bastards full of fucking meat. And I love it, dude. So I, I was back and forth on this one. I was pulling for Hanare, but I love me some Shingo, man. Shingo's probably my favorite wrestler in the company right now. Uh, has been for, Ooh, years. Uh, <laughs> my neighbor for my birthday last year got me a Shingo Takagi uh, birthday card. I don't know where she got it from, but it was fucking awesome. Shout out, Joe. Maybe she drew it. I don't know. This is what the G1 is to me. 
you get dudes who are known for putting on good matches. You put them together and they make greatness. They, they put the, the chocolate in your peanut butter and you just go home with a big smile on your face. You know, it's, I can't explain to you how good this fucking match was. I, I beg you to watch it. I was so conflicted as to who was going to win. I thought for a while it was going to be Shingo. Then I was like, oh, no, it's Hanari's going to do it. Then they kept going. They kept going. And it was like, oh, nope, Shingo's going to win this one, I guess. That was Hanare's chance. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Hanare finally pulled it out. It was 19 minutes and 38 seconds of white, hot, badassness. I, I just... I don't have words to describe how fucking good it was. I hope you watch it. Uh, next up, Hiroki Goto versus Tetsuya Naito. This match suffered from being in the semi-main event spot. Okay, not only is it, you know, two dudes who you've seen face off a number of times, it's coming after the great response to that Hanare match. The crowd was going shit house for, like, Hanare chance beating out Shingo chance. Like, wild. It was so cool. But I don't think that Naito and Goto were going to have that fire. They're both consummate professionals. Naito is beloved. Goto is very good. But when it comes right down to it, that, that Takagi versus Hinari match should have probably been the the finale. Should have probably been the match of the night. I mean, it was the match of the night. It should have been the, the main event of the night. This match was long and drug because there was I, the crowd was just drained, uh, really suffered from being put on after that fucking bop that we just saw. 17 minutes and 40 seconds. Naito wins with the Destino. Imagine a Goto versus Naito match. That's what you got. It was exactly what you're thinking. And it was good, but it wasn't as good as Takagi and Hanare. Uh, finally, 15 minutes and 38 seconds. Tamatanga beats Tomohiro Ishii with a, dra- a J driller. And this was, I was excited to see babyface fire Tamatanga in the main event spot. Ishii always great for a main event. Again, it kind of suffered. It was 15 minutes and 38 seconds, but the crowd was still drained and didn't really start to get into it until about maybe the seven, eight, nine minute mark. I've noticed that a lot recently uh, with Ishii matches. The crowd is very quiet waiting, and then once Ishii starts to fire up, that's when they get back into it. Uh, also, Tamatanga, maybe we should have waited a little bit longer into the tournament to give him that main event spot. I mean, the they haven't really he hasn't really been around uh, much this year. And I think that maybe the fans need to get warmed back up to him uh, a couple more matches down the way. And then they can see that, you know, he's still that fiery baby face that I love. And uh, that's what we could have seen. It was it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. Every Ishii match is good. They're all almost all the same. But it's like you go to Subway and you get your sandwich the you get the same sandwich every time and you really like that sandwich but it is the same sandwich every time but like you go there for lunch twice a week you know so tamatanga i thought 
really played into that. He had a lot of great counters for Ishii's stuff. And then there were some moves that Ishii was just like, fuck you, you're not countering this. Uh, so it was cool seeing that like physical chess match. Uh, I wonder what they're doing with Ishii this tournament. He's 0 and 2. And um, I, I don't think he's, I don't feel like he's slowing down. So I don't know what's going on with that. But um, we'll continue to see. The D, C and D blocks overall, really good. D block is good. C block is fucking great. Like I said, C block is the fucking business. If you're tur- if you're tuning in uh, to watch these nights, I I'm gonna be very willing to bet that you are much more interested in the C block. Yeah. So let's go ahead and take a look at our tipping uh, tippings standings. Hey Rafe, let's pull up your message. What do we got here? After night four, Amy and Rafe are in the lead, nine points between them. So nine to nine. Curtis and Travis tied at six points. That's right. Your boy's making a comeback. A fucking fiery baby face comeback. I was way behind, but no, no, no. The Japanese fighting spirit is inside of me. I got it right now. You're going to see me win this. I'm going to win. I'm calling it now. Who's going to stop me? Rafe? No. No. Travis? No. Curtis for G1 Pickham's champion. You're going to love it. All right. So celebrate with me, folks. All right. What do we got coming up next? So we've got night five, the match lineup for Friday the 20th looks like this. Yoshihashi versus Tongaloa. Ren Narita versus Gabe Kidd. Hell yeah, that'll be fun. El Phantasmo versus the Great Okan. Another one I'm looking forward to. Hikaleo versus Chase Owens. Will Ospreay versus Kenta. That might have some big uh, yuck yucks to it. Shota Umino versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Ooh, that's fancy. Okada versus Taichi. Yeah, I'm good with that. And a rematch from this year's Dominion Sonata versus Yoda Suji. Gonna be a fucking great show. So make sure to tune in next time for G Wondering here on the Okada Shorts podcast, where your bad friend Rafe Houston breaks that all the way down. And hopefully we get uh, Yoda Suji standing tall at the end of the night. What do you think? God, I hope so. That'd be awesome. All right. So thanks for following us on the social medias. Uh, we are still on Twitter for however long Twitter is still around. We've got our Instagram. We're brand new to threads. Uh, as far as the Okada shorts show goes, you can find us with that tag on every platform. You can find Rafe on the faces and feels cast where he does lots of interviews with independent wrestlers, gets to know a, gets to know a, a more meaningful side of them, gets a look into their daily lives and things like that. You'll love it. As for me, you can find me on my sister show, throw and dice, which is all about tabletop war gaming, tabletop role playing and the hobby that's uh, within those. And you can find our sister shows, hot friends, at the Countout Podcasting Network. We are a proud member of the Countout Podcasting Network and all the shows on there, uh, Your Dose of Death, Ring Post Radio, all those shows are 
so much fun. Please tune in and give a listen to those. You can find us at patreon.com slash countoutpod. There you can find our Patreon-only show, Drop Your Shorts, where Rafe and I have bro time and talk about, you know, what's going on in our lives, that sort of thing. But for now, the last thing I'm going to ask you to do is please rate, please subscribe, please tell all your friends, listen or die. Keep it right, keep it tight, keep it what? Short. You guys heard of the new show on the Countout Network, the Ichiban Sweetcast? It's the brand new New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast starring the International Wrestling Grand Prix. That's me, your good friend Curtis Spears. And me, your bad friend Rafe Houston. And we're here to talk about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling, reacting to everything, getting worked up, getting very happy, sometimes crying. Kind of like like something else we used to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the old uh, Okada Shorts podcast, right? Ah, that's right. And if you love that show, you're going to love this show because it's exactly the same show. Yeah, we just had to change the name. Yeah, we, we did. But you can check it everywhere on a social media handle that we haven't made yet. <laughs> yeah, we're really new to this. So <laughs> what you can do is search on your favorite podcast catcher of choice. Look for... Itchy Bond Sweet Cast. Sweet Cast? Itchy Bond.